Hello and welcome back. Today we are diving into identity shifting and I'm really excited because as you probably know, this has been a huge part of my own journey in terms of finding confidence in myself, in terms of rewriting old beliefs that were keeping me small and stuck or living in grief and trauma and also in terms of connecting to my purpose and stepping into higher chapters. So we're gonna be breaking down three steps to create your dream life. These are steps I personally come back to all the time, steps that I teach my students inside my offers, and also things that, yeah, have really helped me, whether it was like leaving the identity of college student and volleyball player to travel the world and pursue my childhood dreams of doing all these different things or whether it was starting my own business and feeling self-employed and um and being self-employed and having the time location money freedom that i wanted whether it was writing and co-authoring a best-selling book and having different media features like the things that i had dreamed about were part of my identity shifting process and becoming a new version of myself, becoming a version of me where that was normalized. So before writing the book, I was already doing these techniques to start to see myself as the best-selling author and um, really like ingraining and programming that identity in so that it just became a natural sliding step to create it. So. Let's dive into these three different steps that I use and that are going to absolutely change your life. And so the first one is all about the shadow work and the releasing. So this is like probably the biggest step that I see people skip over and it's why a lot of times people don't get long lasting results. And they'll maybe get little glimpses of the desire or the shift in how they're feeling, but things don't actually ground in and stay. Things don't last for them because they have still got a lot of the old conditioning and the beliefs. So we're gonna dive into a tiny bit of shadow work here in terms of seeing the things that are currently holding you back and limiting you from what it is that you truly desire. So when you think of a specific goal that you currently have right now and the version of you you need to become in order to normalize that goal. And let's use the example of me for the book, right? I've always loved writing, I've always wanted to be an author, but I wasn't and I wasn't putting time into it. I wasn't believing myself to be successful at it. I wasn't, you know, even super hopeful about it. It wasn't really in my vortex at the time, but I decided like things were aligning in my life and I felt like I'm really meant to go right. And I started having a book come through really clearly when I was in a nice open space and like uh, in my meditation and stuff being a clear channel that these downloads were coming in for this book. And what I started to do at this time in terms of shadow work was looking at limiting beliefs around why I didn't think I was a good enough writer or why I didn't think it was possible for me to have success with it or areas where there were insecurities or self-doubts that would potentially sabotage me and hold me back from taking the action to get the desire. Does this make sense? So 
until you clear out the things that are blocking you, the things from the small self, the pain programming, um, it's going to hinder not only the thoughts you think, but also the way you see yourself and what you believe is possible. And naturally, it's really hard to take action with confidence towards creating your dream life or creating that next big step if you're telling yourself all these stories about how you're not good enough or you can't do it or you're not ready yet. So the first thing you really want to start doing is becoming aware of what is currently in the way and where these things came from and doing the different healing work, whether that's like inner child healing, whether that is reprogramming beliefs, whether that is um, like sitting, crying, journaling, really allowing yourself to feel and pay attention to these things. Like for me, I always wrote books as a kid. I loved writing and it's something that I was always good at and should have been fueled. Like that should have been just a natural thing that parents and teachers and everyone had like reaffirmed. And I had moments of that, but not consistently to kind of nurture that dream of mine and nurture that talent that I had. And when I started to do some shadow work and look at things, I realized once again, how suppressed my voice has always felt in my life and how I've always felt extreme judgment or perfectionism or pressure, which are things I learned from my mom and never feeling like I could possibly good enough, uh, be good enough, so like why even try? Things that she instilled in me as a child, things that she would say or memories that I have around it that caused those little moments of pain, okay? I also had experiences from my dad just being absent and not really listening or seeming like he didn't care that little excited Kara had like written this book and wanted to share it or she wanted to express it and, and like use her voice and he didn't have time or interest. And so over years that shut me down and that built up a lot of self-doubt, self-judgment, limiting beliefs, right? So we want to understand where these things come from, not to stay stuck sitting in them forever, but to be able to witness it, be that loving observer, and then make peace with it and let it go. And the reason why, as I mentioned, oftentimes people ignore this is because they're scared to look at what's uncomfortable. They're scared to look at the so-called shadows and they're scared to see, oh, this was really painful, this hurt me. And instead of actually being with that, they bottle it up, push it aside, ignore it, work harder, hustle more, but they don't deal with this underlying root and this underlying weed ultimately that is constantly in the back of their mind. So had I not done the releasing work, I would have still had a lot of this deeper um, core self-judgment and unworthiness and I wouldn't have write, uh, started writing. I wouldn't have put it out into the universe that this is what I'm going to do and I'm ready to step into this. I'm ready to become this. And the way everything manifested was so unbelievably magical to um, receive messages about this offering to co-author with, I think it was 20, 20 something other amazing entrepreneurial women 
and um, it, the book was featured in Forbes, it hit number one, all these things, and I just got to do the really easy part. I didn't have to hustle, I didn't have to force, I didn't have to fight to make myself seen or known or to get my voice out there. I truly just got to do the thing I love, which was be the channel and write my story and share my message. And all the things manifested so perfectly because I started with the identity shifting technique number one of clearing that stuff out. So as I said, start looking at what are the current beliefs or doubts or past experiences that are still maybe lingering in your mind or in your vortex that make you feel like you can't have the thing that you want, that you can't have the desired dream life, okay? Step number two is all about the rebuilding. And one of my favorite tools for this was using mirror work. So there's a million different videos about it out there. You may or may not have already heard of it, depending where you're at in your personal empowerment journey. But using the mirror and your reflection to start to create new beliefs, to start to think of yourself differently and associate your reflection with the positive aspects. So I don't know about you, but I used to look in the mirror and hate everything about myself. And I still, to this day, could list off a million things that my judgmental mind that I learned as a child thinks is wrong about myself. So that still is there if I give it power. Now, using the mirror allowed me to start to, again, make peace with some of these things, let go of how much importance I had attached to this negative story and start to see more positive things and ultimately feel more positive things because our feelings are such a big indicator of what we're able to create. So if you're feeling hatred or anger, or you're despising, you're judging, that means that when you take any kind of action, you're gonna be like, forcing it, you're going like through the mud, you're trudging with all this extra heavy weight, right? When you're doing things and taking action from excitement and joy and love and like pleasure, it feels so easy. It feels so natural. That's because you're in alignment to your true self. And so the second step when it comes to building confidence and really starting to see yourself in a new way is being able to install these new beliefs and these new stories. So I would stand in the mirror and I would say these things. I would um, repeat about how I'm like a best-selling author and it's so exciting and I love that I get to share my story with people. I love that my message is getting out into the world. Um, all these different things and starting to see the reflection as like she is a best-selling author, like I already am, right? Which is part of Neville Goddard, Nev um, sorry, Neville Goddard's manifestation, act as if uh, discussions. It's a part of most law of attraction teachings, right? Is you want to act as if you already have the wish fulfilled, embody that higher self version of you, which is step number three, I'll get into in a second. Um, but ultimately it was about me being able to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I love you. You're freaking awesome. 
Look at what you're here to do. Look at what you've already done. Look at how you've navigated the struggles. Look at how you're showing up. Look at how big your heart is and how when you're feeling good, you lift other people up and they feel it and you are an amazing writer and blah, 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 blah. And so it's like a combination of positive affirmations with the physical practice of the mirror because when you just do positive affirmations without looking at yourself, there's a natural kind of disconnect. When you see your reflection, we're tuned in, right? We're kind of locked in on ourselves. And life is weird, right? <laughs> we go through life not ever seeing ourselves, like except for right now, because I'm on camera so I can see my reflection. But majority of the day I'm going through life with my first person lens so I'm not really seeing the magical things that I bring into the world. I'm not seeing what other people see when they look at me or when they read my posts or my emails or my books, for example, right? So when I go out into the world, I'm living from my mind and my self-image. So if my self-image concept is negative, and if I haven't done the releasing work and the shadow work from step one, and if I'm going out in, into the world with a negative story about myself, continuing to fuel the belief that my voice doesn't matter, that nobody cares about me or what I have to say or what I'm here to do, right? Then that is who I am being. So the way I see myself creates how I show up and present myself and ultimately again that makes or breaks the opportunities that will come into my life so mirror work has been huge I first started it just for general confidence to get over you know my judgment towards having act like really bad acne for years growing up and all the things on my appearance that I thought were wrong and being able to start to smile at myself so that's going to be step number one for you if this is all totally new to you every single time you see yourself in the mirror you are going to smile doesn't matter how fucking <laughs> excuse me doesn't matter how freaking angry you are doesn't matter how annoyed or upset or negative you're feeling doesn't matter what you're currently thinking about yourself you force yourself to smile at your reflection this was life-changing for me I remember driving to work and I had decided this is what I'm going to do because I'm so negative, I'm so judgmental towards myself, I'm miserable and this can't continue. So I decided that every time I see myself in the mirror, I'm going to smile. And so I was driving to work and I would look up at the rear view mirror to check, you know, for cars behind. Obviously you can't really see your reflection in the side view mirror, but I'd see the rear view and even just catching my eye in the mirror, I would be like, <laughs> I'd like try to force myself to smile. And there were sometimes I was so angry because I was driving to my job that I hated. And I was like, my stubbornness was like, I don't want to smile right now. I'm not happy. But I was working on changing a lot of my negative habits. So I was like, my kind of higher self angel devil shoulders the angel was like you're gonna smile <laughs> you're gonna do it and so i had this constant battle all the time at the beginning where my stubbornness didn't want to smile 
we wanted to stay in its misery and its anger and my higher self was like just smile and i would like force myself to smile a tiny bit and even just doing that then would kind of uplift me usually i'd end up laughing at how ridiculous it was and even feeling weird that i'm smiling in the mirror but I can't tell you how quickly that changed my beliefs about myself and uplifted my mood overall because I started to incorporate so much more smiling throughout the day and when you actually smile not only is it obviously sending off endorphins and making you feel better but you start to associate yourself with nicer things right like you see someone who's smiling and so happy their vibration their energy immediately uplifts you and that's the same for you so when you do that to yourself you're going to immediately uplift you and that's when you can then start to see yourself as this successful writer or smile in the mirror and think of this beautiful life you're creating or the beautiful vision you're manifesting and the version of you who has it and like even though it's not here right now you're like but it's coming and i know that it's coming and it's so exciting since this is here why not celebrate the moment if you knew your desire was guaranteed wouldn't you be happy right now like even if you don't have it yet and even if there's still things to navigate or learn or in my case like i still need to write a book and figure out who it's gonna be published or how or when or where or why but if I know that it's guaranteed, I'd already be so much more happy right now in this moment. So that alone was such a game changer for me. So that's step number two. And now we're getting into step number three, which is all about realigning and truly embodying your highest self. And this is the magic that ties all of it together, okay? Because your higher self is the version of you who has already done the thing. So remember how I mentioned acting as if and living from the wish fulfilled. Your higher self has access to the knowledge, the wisdom of how you're going to create your dream life. They have already done it, so they're not stuck in the stress, pain, struggle. Um, they're not stuck in the doubts. They're not overthinking or hustling it's like they already have the full blueprint they've already done it so they've already seen the path of least resistance to get there okay so we can oh we could look at it as a future version of you who's already done it so you in like a month six months a year from now or we can also see it from that really high perspective that i personally love of like the version of you who has lived it's your it's your entire soul that has lived across lifetimes space time dimensions realities has infinite access to knowledge is like a direct connection to source at all times and just this overflowing wellspring of information so they are truly here supporting you all the time in what is destined for you and what you desire. So when you can start to tap in because you've cleared out the noise from step one, you've started to stand in your power from step two, and now you are truly just this channel and you're really connected to the intuitive guidance that's coming in, the things that are leading you to what feels good. You notice that 
just as for me with the book, I wasn't worrying about how it was going to happen. I actually wasn't thinking about that at all. It was beautiful. <laughs> there was like no overthinking logical mind whatsoever. I was just in this state of like, because it is, I'm going to start writing and the things are going to show up. And to an average person who maybe hasn't done this work, they would be super skeptical about that and they wouldn't believe that that would be the step. In fact, even my mom was kind of like, yeah, like, what are you going to do? You don't have a publisher, you don't have a book deal. But she kind of understood that I was like, well, which comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? I still have this book I want to start writing. Ironically, I ended up not even finishing that book and just creating a specific chapter for the book I co-created, um, but I still got into the full identity of the author. And so I started to operate as though it was guaranteed. I took space from coaching clients. I shut down a lot of my business at that time. I was focusing a lot on healing for various things that were going on in my life and having the spaciousness to just write and just really be in a creative flow. And that is when, without my knowing, but my higher self definitely knew, all the things started to work out the puzzle pieces in the back end that then brought this opportunity to me. And when you are embodying your higher self, you're embodying the version of you who has it, you will be blown away by the way that this does all align for you. It's only our smaller self, it's only our doubts and struggles that think it has to be really hard, that we have to hustle and force to earn it. And when you are just being like the natural vibrational match and you're like, this is who I am. It's exactly what I did before starting my coaching business. I had to shift my entire identity from seeing myself as someone who was dependent on a nine to five to someone who was her own boss, who was traveling the world, who was taking on clients, who was confident on camera and showing up on social media, right? That was a massive, massive identity shift for me. So I did these exact three steps and the more I embodied the version of me of like, this is normal. So since I'm a coach now, here's how I spend my day. Here's what I prioritize. These are the relationships I do or don't have. These are the habits I do or don't have. And this is how I would operate if I already had the money in the bank, the clients showing up. And that was the frequency of technically like a future version of me that I was stepping into, merging with, right? To embody and anchor into the present. And this is the key. This is truly like the, the best place to wrap it all up, right? There's a version of you who already has it, who already has the desire, already is that, you know, whatever label you wanna put on it, whatever goal it is you're working towards. There's a version of you that already exists with that. So what would they be doing today? What would they be thinking? They're probably not thinking any of those shadowy stories we first talked about, right? They're probably not looking in the mirror and hating themselves and criticizing 
or complaining about their circumstances, they're probably a lot more happy, excited, passionate. Um, they probably have a lot more belief in themselves and what they're here to create. So the more you become that version, the more that just starts to become your normal and the external reality matches around it. As I said, your intuition's gonna guide you. Law of attraction is now working with you because you're a frequency match for your desire and all the things get to start to flow in really, really beautifully. This is the exact process that I've used, like I said, so many different times in my own life. I've taught it to hundreds of amazing women and seeing that them really, really transform their lives from working in jobs that they hated or in really toxic, unhealthy relationships, um, settling in all the different ways, not believing they deserved better, to changing all of that and becoming their own boss, starting their businesses, getting promotions or really elevating into their dream jobs, manifesting the investors for their startups and taking off in their dream business or saying goodbye to the relationships that were keeping them small and elevating their confidence to attract people who treated them the way they deserved. That wouldn't be possible if they still saw themselves in the old identity. So the identity shifting is what allows you to set the higher standard for what you will and won't tolerate. And I've seen them then go on to start charities, have best-selling books, launch podcasts and YouTube channels. Like I said, start their own businesses, um, ultimately feel really confident and empowered and in control of their life because they are allowing life to flow through them and they're allowing the natural path of what they're meant for to come into play so if this is something you're looking for more support with i highly recommend checking out my free identity shifting masterclass. it's linked down below i dive into this three-step process a bit more as well and i share all about my uh, Thrive program, what it's about, who it's for, and there's some really awesome exclusive offers in there if you want to get started and follow this exact 90-day process that I have laid out for myself and my students. Um, until then, start doing these things right now. Do not waste time staying in the version of you who is not a match for the life that you want. You will be there forever because no one else will take the action for you. So it's up to you to say, I'm tired of being this version of me. I don't want this to be my life. How can I change? And I've literally just laid out all the main steps you need to do in order to do that. So start now and start really stepping into, if this is what I want, boom, let's go. Let's start aligning with that, embodying that now creating the beliefs that match that, the habits, the actions, the emotions and feelings, and put myself in the rooms where this can be possible. So much of my manifestations would not have happened if I stayed in my small, insecure, anxious self, because she would have just been hermiting at home and not believing she had anything to offer anyone. And it was in my growth and the higher self embodiment or integration or whatever, connecting to the dream and the desired life 
that I started to put myself out there, take videos, post online, show up on stories, talk about my offers, become a coach, start writing, seeing myself as an author, right? Traveling the world, seeing myself as the solo woman traveler and like the confidence that came from all of those pieces matching together is what brought me here today. So I hope this was helpful for you. Uh, if you haven't already, please make sure you've subscribed. Give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. And like I said, the Masterclass and the Thrive program is where I break this down and make it so simple daily step-by-step -step, to get there in the next 90 days. And you can check that out in the link below. And otherwise, I will see you very soon on the next video.